When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Kraft, bringing good food and families together, celebrates its 75th anniversary with a family reunion. Kraft is having a family reunion, a one big happy family reunion. Folks are coming from far and near, coming here for a great get-together. And up here at the head of our family table is Eddie Arnold. And right alongside me is Ed Hurley. Mm-hmm. Ed and Eddie, songs, dances, and snappy patter. <laughs> we might just bring back Bob. <laughs> I wouldn't count on it, Eddie. <laughs> be that as it may, it's a pleasure to be working on another craft show with you, Edward. Oh, likewise. And at a get-together like this, what could be more fun than to dig out the family album full of music and comedy from the great radio shows Kraft started broadcasting on NBC back in 1933? What indeed? Then let's dust off the first page. Right. The Kraft Music Hall, presenting Paul Whiteman and his orchestra. Gentlemen, this is Ford Bond welcoming you on behalf of the Kraft Phoenix Cheese Corporation. The half lights are fading, the footlights brighten, the orchestra comes into full view on the rising elevator as Paul Whiteman enters from the wing. Thank you, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We don't want you to miss a minute of our big show tonight. So let's get off to a big start with an overture that we have dedicated to President Roosevelt. <laughs> Paul Whiteman, the king of jazz, they called him, was the first host, and he was followed by the man who made talking picture history as the jazz singer Al Jolson. So keep on looking for a bluebird and listening for its song. Whenever April his most famous lines was, folks, you ain't heard nothing yet. Wasn't it, Eddie? Well, sure was, Ed, and he must have known who the next craft host was going to be. Where the blue of the night meets the gold of the day, someone waits for me. 
Bing Crosby. No equal in my mind. Made everyone who listened to the music hall feel like part of the family. And what a talented family it was, Ed. My Uncle Slug was in show business. Used to be. He used to be a tight rope walker. But he gave it up because one night he went to do his act and the rope wasn't tight. And he was. <laughs> Bob Burns, of course, Ed. None other, Ed. And there was a Danish branch of the family, Victor Borger. The whole thing started when this fellow used to go to parties. People would ask him to play the flute or the piccolo or the harp score or something. But all he could play was the piano. This made him quite a wallflower because the piano hadn't been invented yet. <laughs> <laughs> Mary Martin was a regular member of the family, too, Ed. And when she wasn't singing, she helped out with the comedy. Bob, I want to tell you how wonderful I think it was of you to make that trip to the Aleutian Islands to entertain the servicemen. I hear it was a very dangerous trip. Dangerous? Mm -hmm. Mary, that was no more dangerous than crossing Hollywood Boulevard. Say, I could have been killed. <laughs> <laughs> Bob made enough visits to the hall to almost raid his kinfolks. But there was no doubt at all about Ken Carpenter's status, was there, Ed? No, there wasn't. He was Kraft family all the way. Not only handled the commercials... But he got into many of the comedy skits as well. Ah, yes, the Crovney Company real estate and fake estate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you're down in the dumps, let Crovney build you a home there. Ah, yes, with every home the Crovney Company builds, they throw in a roof. It's on the house. <laughs> ah, yes. Ah, no. Ah, yes. Ah, yes. <laughs> they had great fun on those shows, indeed. And the greatest lineup of guest stars, too. To, to name just a few, Burns and Allen, Groucho Marx, Lucille Ball, Jimmy Durante, Eddie. Roy Rogers, Andrew's sister, Eddie. Jerry Colonna. You said just a few, Eddie. I got carried away. Anyhow, we'll be hearing from all of them and more on this happy occasion. And it is a happy one, isn't it? That it is, Eddie. That it is. Bringing good food and families together for 75 years. Eddie Arnold once again with Ed Hurley. And we find that uh, for a dozen of those 75 years, when someone said the Kraft Music Hall, the name you immediately thought of was Bing Crosby. Give that man a box of marshmallows. Oh, they come in a bag these days, Eddie. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Another name you thought of was Mary Martin. And I'll take caramels this time. How about a song from them? I'll take that too. Wait till the sun shines, Nellie, when the clouds go drifting by. We will be so happy, Nellie. Don't let me hear you sigh. 
I can't stand to see you crying down. Lovers Lane, we'll wander. Sweetheart, you and I. If you will wait, I'll wait at the garden gate. Till the sun and Scott Trotter's orchestra backing him up. And speaking of Bob Burns, which I am about to do, he scored his greatest triumphs on the music hall, telling us all about the colorful members of his family, among them Uncle Uni and Cousin Glut. He was the eaten one. Yeah, and there was dear old Aunt Boo. I'll never forget the time that Aunt Boo was serving the meal there and the dinner was put near over. And Aunt Boo happened to notice that she'd forgot to put on the buttermilk. Well, she rushed down to the spring house where she keeps the buttermilk in a crock with a, with a cloth over the top. But there happened to be a hole in this cloth and one of them little green frogs had got in the buttermilk. <laughs> Aunt Boo rushed back to the house and she poured out the buttermilk and, and Grandpa Snazzy got the glass with a little frog in it. <laughs> and so Grandpa just, just sat there just staring at this glass of buttermilk. <laughs> And finally, Aunt Boo spoke up. She says, what's the matter, Grandpa? Do you see something in your buttermilk? Grandpa says, yes, and he sees me, too. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Grandpa Snazzy. But after all, how much buttermilk could a tiny green frog drink? Oh, I have the figures right here. Well, save them for our 100th anniversary show, Ed. (laughs) But seriously, uh, that's the wrong word. Uh, who could be serious when Lucille Ball was doing her thing as Bing's guest at the music hall when they played a couple of door-to-door brush salesmen? Oops, I'm sorry, salespersons. Oh, what do we do when we sell the brush? We march, we march, we march. Oh, what do we do when we get the brush? We march, we march, we march. The fellow who's peddling magazines is peddling on a bike. But what do we do when we sell a brush? We, we hike, hike, we hike, hike we, we hike. hike. Yeah. Nice key. <laughs> Come now, we should approach this first door together. Go ahead, run. Okay. Now, if I only have the push to put this sail over. There. I have here the finest assortment of brushes in the whole world. Nowhere are there any better brushes. Want to buy one, huh? Back so soon? Did they buy or didn't they? Undecided. <laughs> 
Bing, let's try this place. Now, don't tell me what to do. Let's see. Now, ring the bell. You don't like bells, huh? No. I'm going to leave you on your own, but remember, show this person how to improve himself. Uh, did you want me? What a deal for improvement here. Uh, would you like to buy a fine clothes brush to improve the appearance of your fine clothes? My clothes don't need any improving. Would you like to buy a fine shoe brush to improve the appearance of your fine shoes? My shoes don't need any improving. Would you like to buy a fine shaving brush? Fool around with that. <laughs> Lucille Ball. That was before the world came to love her as Lucy. But the style was already there. Right. And we had our own homegrown talent, too. This young man and his trio first got national recognition as members of the Kraft Radio family. I don't want french fried potatoes, red ripe tomatoes. I'm never satisfied. I want frim fram sauce with the arson fee, with chifafa on the side. I don't want pork chops and bacon, that one wagon. My appetite inside. I want the frim fram sauce with the arson fee, with chifafa on the side. A fella's really got to eat, and a fella should eat right. Five will get you ten. I'm gonna feed myself right tonight. I don't want fish cakes and rye bread. You heard what I said. Waiter, please serve mine fried. I want the frim fram sauce with the arson fee. With chifafa on the side. Just bring me the check for the water. Nat King Cole, just as smooth as the frim frim sauce he served up with a shipapa on the side. I don't imagine we have a recipe for this exotic concoction, do we, Edward? Uh, no, Eddie, that one is not in our new craft recipe book. But let me tell you how all this started. By all means. It was way back in 1903 that J.L. Kraft started delivering his cheese to folks. Good cheese he was proud of. And he'd be even prouder of all the good food Kraft brings to families today. Because now Kraft means more than just good cheese. It means delicious dressings for salads, natural fruit jellies and preserves, tangy barbecue sauce, real mayonnaise. It means Miracle Whip salad dressing and parquet margarine, Kraft caramels and marshmallows and all those convenient Kraft dinners. It means everything Mr. Kraft believed in. What we've been doing for all of these years, bringing good food and families together. Yes, Kraft has been bringing good food and families together for 75 years, and now they're going to do it for less than five dollars. 
Want to hazard a guess as to what I'm talking about, Eddie? Oh, beats me, Ed. It's the new Kraft Cookbook. Over 300 of the most requested Kraft recipes down through the years. Ooh-wee. Everything from hearty soups to tempting desserts. 75 mouth-watering main dishes alone. Oh, and for less than $5? Uh-huh. You stop joshing this old country boy, Ed. <laughs> Honest, Eddie. There's a washable vinyl cover, too. Plus a built-in easel so it stands up and open by itself. Oh, those Kraft folks think of everything. Look for order forms and packages of Philadelphia brand cream cheese and Kraft macaroni and cheese dinner. You hear that, Mrs. Arnold? The new Kraft cookbook. What we've been doing for all these years, bringing good food and families together. Eddie Arnold here. Ditto, Ed Hurley, he... Celebrating our family reunion by delving through some memorabilia from those good old Kraft Music Hall days. Uh, uh, what's this knee pad doing here, Eddie? Well, uh, it must have belonged to the host who was famous for singing while down on one knee. You mean... That's right. Swanee, how I love you, how I love you, ma. My dear old Swanee, I give a word... Al Jolson. There surely was no energy shortage when he was around. When you turned on your radio on Thursday nights, he practically burst into your living room or wherever your family did his listening. We did ours in the kitchen. The craft kitchen, eh? <laughs> well, the front porch was our favorite spot, as long as the weather was good. At any rate, Al came on like gangbusters, and he was at his best when his guest talents matched his. Some people come back to the music hall because they like it. Some come back because we like them. But here's the only man who has to make two appearances to get his nose in. Jimmy Garelli. You cut us down off each day with a song. Now even when things go wrong. Why, you feel better. You even look better. Ha! Why, that note is so high it can only be heard by a dog. <laughs> Wait a minute, Jimmy. I heard that note. What do you know, a talking dog? <laughs> At the radio mischievous tonight. Jimmy, I, I understand you want to see me about something important. Yeah, Al. I read in the paper that you're going to take a trip around the world this summer. Yep. So you'll need a real piano player. Yes, you're right, Jimmy. Can you play classic stuff like Levant or Jose Turby? I'm even better. Ah, Jose, make way for Jose. <laughs> Why, Jimmy, you're sensational. What are we waiting for? Let's go. Cause it's a thrill. It's a thrill. When a real piano player sits down at the keys. It makes me weak in the knees to hear him. What a kick. What a kick. When a real piano player starts to tinkle away. It makes a boy slide and gang when he goes. You know that ain't chopped liver. Hear those harmonies. You know this is very tiring. I play with all my might. Here's a dollar, kid. Don't stop. Keep playing all night. Yes, what a thrill. When a real piano player sits down at the keys. Sit down at the keys. Jimmy and Jolie, the snars and the knee. Dino-mighty. <laughs> Everybody wants to get into the act. 
And just about everybody who was anybody in show business did on the Kraft Music Hall. Listen to just a few of them, beginning with lovable old Victor Moore, who always sounded as if he'd never survived through the sentence he was saying. Al, I'd like to have a little conversation with you while we both still have wedding. Victor, now don't tell me you've been ill. No, just tired. <laughs> well, it's nice to have an old acquaintance in the hall and look back over the years. I'd love to know your secret. How you've kept in such good shape all these years. Oh, I live fast. <laughs> Victor, wait a minute. Victor, you're pulling my leg. Really, you are. No, I don't have the strength for that. <laughs> hey, Jolson. Hello, Groucho. What have you been doing lately? Selling mink coats. And here's a beauty, only $40. Now, wait a minute. Mink coats for $40. How can you sell them so cheap? Well, I have no overhead. I don't advertise. I don't pay rent. And I steal the coats. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait for my last. Wait a minute. You don't know what a bargain these coats are. You realize on every coat there are 168 mink. This sounds like a business that I should be in. But where would I get 168 mink? You don't need 168. You start out with one. Now, wait a minute. You better start out with two. <laughs> and Al, it'll help if they're both not named Sam. Now, you listen to me, George Burns. This is your big chance. I want you to show off your voice. But, Gracie, it wouldn't be nice for me to sing. After all, it's, it's Al Jolson's program. George, there's only one thing that kept you from being a successful singer like Jolson. What was that? You, you didn't want to spoil the crease in the knees of your pants. <laughs> I can't insult a close friend. Why, Al and I often go out to the club and get marinated from the same herring. <laughs> Hello, George. Hello, Gracie. Look, Gracie, if George is such a good singer, why isn't he singing on your program? Ah, <laughs> oh, you're cute. <laughs> George, whether Jolson lets you or not, go ahead and sing. But, Gracie, it isn't cricket. George, I'm not asking you to rub your legs together. Just sing. George never did get to sing that night. And on another Thursday... Even Jolson had to be persuaded to sing. Oh, yes. The Andrews sisters had made their own version of Al's sad and sentimental song, Sonny Boy. And they wanted him to sing along with them. Oh, come on. I'll try it. I'll tell you what. You be Sonny Boy. Yeah? I'll climb upon my knees. No, let him sit on my knees. Okay, I'll sit on all your knees. Look. <laughs> What don't you mind in the least? I don't mind the gray skies. What will I do to them? You'll make them blue. What's my name? Sunny Boy. What will friends do to you? Friends may forsake me. What will you let them do? Let them all forsake me. Who will you still have in the end? I'll still have you. What's my name? Sunny boy. Where am I sent from? You're sent from heaven. Where were you sent from? <laughs> well, wait a minute. Have I any special valuation? And I know your worth. 
What did I make? You've made a heaven. For who write where on what? For me right here on earth. God bless me. <laughs> well, I'm old and gray, dear. You want me, you want me to promise something? Promise you won't stray, dear. Give me a good reason. I need you so. What's my name? Sunny. The Andrews Sisters, Patty, Laverne, and Maxine with Al Jolson. A pretty mature Sunday boy, wouldn't you say, Ed? I would, but you already did. <laughs> so let's talk about our good news from Kraft. Say, Ed, a little bird tells me Kraft is celebrating their 75th anniversary with the family reunion sweepstakes. And what a sweepstakes. The big winner gets 75 months worth of free groceries. That's $300 a month for 75 months. That ain't birdseed. And there are over 3,000 more prizes. Well, just how can all these good folks get in on them? Simple, Eddie. There's no purchase necessary. Anyone can enter who's 18 or older, unless, of course, sweepstakes are prohibited by law in your state. Entry blanks and full details are in the current issues of Family Circle, Ladies' Home Journal, Better Homes and Gardens, Ebony, and Reader's Digest. And at your grocers. Ooh, go get them, friend. And enter often. It's the Kraft Family Reunion Sweepstakes. And you're an important member of the family. I'll sing to that. Kraft is having a family reunion. Kraft, bringing good food and families together for 75 years. Eddie Arnold again with Ed Hurley. And you know, one of our fondest memories from the old Kraft Music Hall was the bit that came each week just about halfway through the hour. That was when Ken Carpenter would break up Bing Crosby with some outrageous pun leading into the station break. Remember? Well, uh, let, let's try one, Eddie. You be Bing and, and I'll be Ken, okay? All right, go ahead. Uh, we're braced for it. <laughs> well, Dr. Crosby, <clears throat> I just wanted to tell you... I had a spot of trouble on the train the other day. You did? Yes, I wanted to get off at Azusa. But we were speeding through town after town so fast, I couldn't tell where we were. So I pulled the emergency cord, and the conductor yelled, What did you do that for? And you said? I said, We ought to pause for station identification. Oh, drop the net. Continuing our Kraft family reunion, we, Eddie Arnold, that is, and Ed Hurley Heath, we dip into the family treasure chest, which is how we refer to our old Kraft Music Hall shows. And we come up with a number of gems. Running wild, lost control, running wild, mighty bold, feeling gay, reckless too, carefree mind all the time, never blue. Always going, don't know where, always showing, I don't care, don't love nobody, it's not required, I'm all alone, running wild. The Charioteers, regulars on the music hall for many years, who first gained fame for their warm, wonderful spirituals, but they could also run wild on occasion and throw in a few instrumental impersonations to boot. Wow. 
I'm just running wild, just running wild, just running wild. The Charioteers. Since music was the key word in Music Hall, you could count on hearing just about every variety of music there was, couldn't you, Ed? Oh, that's right. And I remember in particular the time Jeanette McDonald was a guest when Nelson Eddy had taken over as host for a while. And Ken Carpenter tried to get into the act. He offered to sing with her. I have quite a voice, too, you know. Oh, no, Ken, I didn't. Do you sing? Do I sing? Oh, oh silly girl. Oh! <laughs> I have no objections, Ken. It's up to Jeanette. Well, shall we surprise him, Nelson? days, no taping a show in advance. Go for the high notes, and if you didn't make it well, that's show business, Bob. <laughs> Indeed. But there was a kind of music where hitting a few clinkers was no problem at all. Like when Victor Boga offered to give a piano lesson to Bob Burns. I can teach anybody with common sense how to play in five minutes. How about me? Ten minutes. <laughs> now, first, how many fingers have you got? Oh, just a minute. One, two, three, four, five... Ten! That's wonderful. That's exactly the same as Paderewski. <laughs> yeah, but I got six on one hand and four on the other. Well, <laughs> Paderewski made it the hard way. Two fives. Oh. <laughs> now I'll teach you how to play. You see, this chord is very important. Can you play that on your piano over there? Uh, wait a minute, let's see, uh... It's that tall thing standing over there. 
With this court, you can finish any piece of music you want. Now, I'll play something very difficult, and you finish it for me. Now, Bob, will you play this tune? One, two, one, two, one, two, three, four, three. One, two, one, two, one, two, three, four. That's wonderful. It almost gave you a singing lesson also. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, here's my part. Now, listen to this. That's all. Uh, that's a little dull, ain't it? Yes, but uh, <laughs> we'll make it sharper when we play it together. Are you ready? Yeah. Set. One, two, three. One, two. <laughs> and, and for another change in musical phase. When Edward Everett Horton was a host on the music hall, he exhibited a unique style. Oh, how does a hen know the size of an egg cup? When she lays her egg <laughs> With no egg cup beside her Nothing at all to guide her No one to tell her the actual size No matter how she begs so, how does a hen know the size of an egg cup when she lays her egg? <laughs> I guess that'll give the folks something to think about next time they have a boiled egg for breakfast, Eddie. Won't bother me. I like my egg scrambled. <laughs> Anyway, right now we're headed for another musical surprise. One that Roy Rogers sprang on Bing during a visit to the music hall. Tell me some more about your place in Nevada, Bing. Plains, water holes, high mountains, where you can bounce a yodel or two off of well, once What's this? Uh, who's going to bounce a yodel off what? Well, you mean you can't? You mean you can? Highly you do that sort of thing often, Roy? No, I don't. Generally, there's just me and my horse. How's he swing it? Well, something like this. Oh, join hands that circle down south in a little, little moonshine in your mouth and lose your hold in the grand field back with the lady in the lead. Swing your part a little bit hard now. The metal left in your own backyard and hurry up, boys, and it don't be slow. There, chicken in a red pan picking up dough. You meet your partner of all four. Circle ballast feet to the next with a bird in the cage and three real pin the bird hop out and the crow hop in your circle four you gone again and change your right hand later with the left hand round the corner to the right as she comes round. Circle ballast feet to the next with a boy around a boy and a girl around a girl with a girl around a boy and a boy around a girl will swing them in a cinema two square hurl and lead them up two and a buckle up four and change your right hand later with the left hand round the corner to the right as she comes round. Circle ballast feet to the next with a boy around a boy and a girl around a girl with a girl around a boy and a boy around a girl will swing them in a cinema two square hurl and lead up two and a buckle up four and change your right hand later with two and a buckle up four and a girl around a boy and a boy around a girl will swing them in a cinema two square hurl Oh, boy. Oh, man. <laughs> Marvelous. I bet Roy never moved that fast before even aboard Trigger. <laughs> fan my brow. Ooh, I will if you'll fan mine. I'm plumb tuckered out from Dosey Doan. I'll tell you what. Let's mm -hmm. go out on the back porch and cool off. Mm-hmm. Kraft is having a family. 
Uh, where's my crap Thousand Island dressing? Marge? Your cousin Fred has it, Walter. Again? Fred? Whenever you're through down there. Walter. Well, why didn't he bring his own? For your folks and our folks. From every state in the union. Oh, would you pass the Kraft Creamy Cucumber dressing, please? Gladly, ma'am. If you pass me the Kraft Zesty Italian dressing. Don't be bashful. Come fill your plate. Edna, you haven't lived till you taste Nancy's potato salad. Really? Here, taste. It's her secret recipe. I know. She uses Miracle Whip salad dressing. No secret what that does for a salad or a sandwich. So that's the secret. What we've been doing for all of these years. Fred, I want my Kraft Thousand Island now. Kraft, bringing good food and families together for 75 years. Eddie Arnold with Ed Hurley sharing this Kraft family reunion with you. And what's that you've got there, Ed? Oh, just a piece of plumbing. But it put me in mind of that overgrown kazoo that Bob Burns used to play. Remember the bazooka? Sounds like a cue if I ever heard one. Yeah. Oh, what a tone. <laughs> Just like the lament of a lovesick oh, moose. I think Bing called it a musical weapon. Oh, he wasn't far from wrong, Eddie. They named a weapon after it in World War II. Incidentally, the tune being attacked by Bob, Ida, was written back in 1903, the very year J.L. Kraft went into business in Chicago, delivering cheese from a wagon drawn by a horse named Patty. Eddie, I wonder if he ever sang or whistled this song as he rode along. Well, could be. He must have liked music. After all, he was responsible for there being a Kraft Music Hall with Paul Whiteman, the king of jazz, just about the best in the land, with such great musicians as Tommy and Jimmy Dorsey. And we're not forgetting that Bing came out of that organization, too. Yes, indeed. And one of the highlights of a later music hall program was a reunion of the Dorsey brothers with Bing. Shall we knock something lightly, men? Jimmy, you get the sax, and uh, Tommy, get the slush pump. I shall uh, work on the cymbal. <laughs>
it was a good thing Bing could sing. I, I don't think he would have uh, made too much of a career out of his cymbal playing. But it wasn't all fun and games on craft programs. During the war, for instance, there was always time devoted to helping the war effort, bond drives and so on. And then there was the traditional holiday observance. Just before Christmas every year, folks from the Kraft Organization in Chicago, 80 of them, members of the Kraft Choral Club sang carols on the music hall program. And there would be a Christmas message from the company's president, J.L. Kraft, to members of the Kraft family around the world, and to everybody else listening. One message ended with these words. You know that my wish for you comes from my heart. It is that this Christmas may be the merriest that you and your families have ever had. One Christmas during the war, there was a very touching moment as Bing, uh, just back from visiting GIs in Europe, explained how important the holiday was to them. The song that is most asked for from me over there was White Christmas. It really got so that I hesitated about doing it because invariably it caused such a nostalgic yearning among the men that it made them sad. And heaven knows I didn't come that far to make them sad. And for this reason, several times I tried to cut it out of the show, but these guys just hollered for it. But you can't know, and yet you, you must know how they're dreaming of a white Christmas just like the ones they used to know where the treetops glisten and children listen to hear sleigh bells in the snow. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas with every Christmas card I write. Christmas 
Well, there isn't much we can say after that, is there, Ed? Uh, not right away, that's for sure. Well, then let you and I just sit back for a spell and let somebody else have a go at it. Mm-hmm. Kraft is having a family reunion, a one big happy family reunion. Give me the cheese, Mom. Danny. Please. That's better. Now, which one? The Kraft. They're all Kraft. Oh, good. Kraft is having this family reunion for all of the families. From every state of the union. Why, y'all haven't tried my homemade cheesecake. Nope. But it's my specialty. Just full of Philadelphia brand cream cheese. How about a teensy-weensy slice? Nope. Oh, just a... Don't take teensy-weensy slices. Just big ones. Oh. Dumpy <laughs> Pash will come fill your plate. We got something here to celebrate. Okay, kids, picture time. Everybody smile. Say cheese. Craft! <laughs> Bringing good food and families together. Eddie Arnold and Ed Hurley here. As we near the end of our Kraft family reunion, and there's no doubt that uh, through the years, the most important member of the radio branch of this family was Bing Crosby. Yes, and we could have spent the entire hour just listening to him, but modest man that he was, he wouldn't have approved. However, we are going to stay with Bing through the home stretch, right down to the finish line, and we're using racing terms because Bing loved racehorses, even though he always took a ribbon about him from Bob Hope. Say, Bing, how are you planning to get around when they start gas rationing out here in California? Oh, I still have my horses. I know, but how are you going to get around? <laughs> Now, Rob, I'll have you know that my horses aren't as bad as they're painted. Of course not. Paint runs. <laughs> you know, if you think you could do any better, would you like to ride a, a horse for me, be my jockey? Well, if I could get a month off sometime, I, I might ride a race for you. I'd probably win it if I could use one of those miracle whips. <laughs> Say, uh, where are we? <laughs> well, you know, uh, I could... Uh... I saw the preview to Road to Morocco, Bob. You like it? <laughs> Did you hear what Open Face said? Do I like it? Why? I wasn't on the screen two minutes before I had the audience in the aisle. Yes, coming at you. <laughs> tell us something about Morocco, Bob. Now, you tell him, Cross, there's a lump in my throat. That's what I get for siphoning gas tanks. Strange, romantic Morocco. It is Halloween and all the buildings have their moths. Song. Drop the net. <laughs> and as our car stalls at one of the stalls in the street bazaar, we see two native rug merchants. The sign over their tent reads, Ali Bob Hope and Abu Bing Crosby. Rug cutters. As they squat on their bony knees, they sing their strange commercial chant. How's it go? <laughs> If you're looking for a rug, here is all you have to do. Just pay a visit to the used Carbolata Valley and a boo-boo-boo. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Funny. <laughs> it was. Hope was a guest of being so often they could have made a movie titled The Road to the Music Hall. <laughs> and they could have included Jerry Colonna in the cast because he was a frequent visitor, too. 
Ladies, Bing, shall we sing hi and hi? Wait a minute, Joe. Hmm? What key do you sing in? Anything at all would do. First, I sing hi, then I sing low, hi, low, hi, low, hi, low. How do you achieve a range like that? Got my Adam's apple on a yo-yo. <laughs> Obviously, I can't win here. I've got to finish out of the money. Will you sing something? And it'll be something. By all means, I'm. <laughs> Try topping that one, Eddie. No, thank you. <laughs> Certainly not with something funny. But it's just as well, because I'd like to say a personal word here about Bing. You know, he was my hero. I grew up, listened to his records, and admired him so much. And I met him one time at a small little airport outside of San Francisco. And as he came by me, I just extended my hand. I said, Bing, I'm Eddie Arnold. He said, well, hello, boy. I've been listening to you. <laughs> yeah, that nice. To me, that was like seeing Lindbergh. Oh, yes. Really. You know, I never got to work with him or sing with him, so I'd like to just once, as we play one of his songs here, hum a little bit with it, just to say I did.
that's an Irish lullaby. Well, I guess that just about does it. It's time to bring this get-together to a close. It really was fine hearing all those familiar voices, those great songs, Ed. Oh, yeah, and all those funny routines. <laughs> I had a wonderful time, Ed. Well, that goes for me, too. And we're sure you folks who've been listening feel the same way. Eddie Arnold here. And Ed Hurley. And as we say in the country, maybe we'll bump heads again sometime. <laughs> so long. So long, friends. The Kraft Family Reunion was produced by Elliot Drake and Charles Garment. Creative consultant, Warren Hogan. Research associate, Nancy Hagee. Written by Charles Garment, directed by Elliot Drake. Kraft, bringing good food and families together for 75 years. This has been a production of the NBC Radio Network. If you've enjoyed this program, we'd like to hear from you. Why not drop a note to this station and tell us? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.